So now that the Elon Musk stuff has subsided, sort of, kind of, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be back here shortly, the new thing is the leaked information that came out of the SCOTUS representation for the United States of America. So SCOTUS is the Supreme Court of the United States, and Justice Alito supposedly wrote an opinion, which is kind of the beginning idea of things they might intend to do um yeah so it's a very human thing to tackle but uh roe v wade and casey versus uh what was the other one mississippi or um but anyway abortion is always a very sensitive topic for a lot of people for a lot of reasons um i've discussed it on this podcast before from people that I know that have had to deal with that concept. I think that uh, this is a, kind of a big big one to discuss. It's a very human faction. And my answer to it is pretty simple. I spent my whole life trying to create hope. They try to look past, but my halo's in their way, though. I think fast and talk slow. Words bottlenecks somewhere between where my neck and face go. I conversate so I can hear what you have to say. My reply is usually if you say so. Not a fan of confrontation and impatient. The combination that makes it easy for me to stay home. We're supposed to meet each other and discover something in ourselves when talking to someone else. It's kind of hard bouncing conversation off the wall. All you hear is echo can't evolve when you're by yourself. Somebody's getting paid whenever you feel dismayed. Just in case you forgot, we still need people. Someone is lying, they try to make us an island. Just to sell boats, they put an ocean between people. They getting paid whenever you feel ashamed. Just in case you don't know, we still need people. Someone is lying, they try to make us an island. Just to sell boats to sailboats so <clears throat> there's a as far as like intent goes there's not there's going to be a lot of speculation on it like how it got leaked who leaked it why it was leaked all that kind of stuff and obviously it's an election year so and the democrats are not looking good so there's a possibility that it could be somebody on the left um or somebody with left-leaning ideologies that leaked this, maybe to hopefully bolster the Democratic <laughs> Democratic uh, <sighs> constituents. I don't even know how you could legitimately vote for them. I mean, maybe you've got a, a particular person, but it seems like the DNC is just failing the people. Um yeah, I mean, if you look at how long they could have put a law into place since Obama, since Obama had the majority and uh, from Roe v. Wade, and they've been running on this. And I heard uh, Maximilian Alvarez, he was talking on Rising on today's episode, and uh, he was pretty upset about it. <laughs> for, for he, he strongly believes in the class war, class representation. That's where I'm at. It's what I think most of what we deal with in today's society is a class issue more than a race issue. Um, he was talking about how, you know, they've run, the Democrats have run on 
solidifying Roe v. Wade every year since he was a kid, and they're, they failed. They failed, and they failed horribly with majority. They failed with Biden. The RBG didn't retire when she could, and now they have a conservative Supreme Court. So the Democrats... Yeah, I don't know. Like the Republicans, you know, they obviously don't give a damn about most people. And 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 just to save both sides, both parties have failed us. And to me, it seems that you want to get rid of establishment members, right? Anybody who's an established politician needs to go, right? But that leaves what? Populism, populist people, populist. And the, what good do they do? <laughs> So it's a little bit of a bleak lookout for our political for our political uh, scenery right now. But back to the actual topic of Roe v. Wade. There's a crazy history with that that is already kind of something else that we can maybe dive into. Um Mike Roe, I believe is his name. Uh, the the dirty jobs guy. He did a podcast that was excellent, um, talking about this kind of like the background of it and how what led to it. It was kind of really interesting. Uh, that is again when it comes to abortion. Like I said, I have a simple, very simple answer for it. I don't think the government should tell us what to do. I'm pretty consistent. I didn't think the government should have told us when to lock our businesses down. I didn't think the government should tell us when we have to wear masks. I don't think the government should tell us we have to be vaccinated. And I don't think the government should tell us what we do to our bodies or what we put in our bodies. I don't think that has anything to do with the government. We need to grow as a society to be able to be able to learn from our mistakes. If we cannot learn from others and we have to learn for ourselves, then that's just kind of how things are. I don't need somebody to hold my hand to tell me what I can and cannot do. It's just my own personal philosophy. And if you agree with that philosophy, maybe you should ditch the the uh, Republican and Democrat tag and start checking out libertarians. Uh, they might be a little bit off the wall at times, but you know, anything's got to be better than what we got going right now. So I think, uh, libertarians left and right, you know, libertarian, moderate libertarians are more common sense than some. You do get obviously fringe elements like you do in any political party, but the ideology is at least pretty simple, limited government and letting us grow and become a more open community society, free markets, and all that fun stuff. There's, again, this is a bigger discussion that we can probably cross over between the two. So back to the complication of abortion. I don't, th I don't believe in it. I don't think you should get it unless you have a medical reason or there's some extenuating circumstance. Using it as a form of birth control is basically what I'm against. So, and if you look at it, most of the abortions are done by either parents that have already had one kid and don't want the second kid, or they have a, um, they've gotten one abortion 
pre previous. So these, those are, you know, proven numbers. You can go look those up. Uh, if I can find it, I'll try to throw it out. I was trying to get this out tonight. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll post it in the links if I can, I can dig up all those statistics, but it's something that I can, if you check up on our social media pages, I'll make sure to throw it out there. It's uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram, and uh, maybe I'll do a little TikTok on that one, actually. So, it's very personal. I don't know necessarily having a Buddhist, predominantly Buddhist and Christian kind of background. Life to me is important, but I kind of look at it, all life is important. All life is a cycle. Um, life and death is a cycle, you know, how we get there is, is kind of irrelevant. It's just a, you know, that that's the circle of life that we've created. That being said, I don't necessarily think that we should be completely numb to the idea of what an abortion is. But I also think that we should understand that the reason why people do things like that is it's very it's they do it with a heavy heart it's not like they go into it thinking that they can just simply do this and walk away from it and everything will be hunky-dory um i told the story on this show with a friend he when he went and had his abortion get done when he got back from it you know he was he was we were sitting there getting high and drinking doing what teenagers do and he told me that he had uh just spent six hundred dollars to to kill his kid and you know and he, he's a he's a kind man he's you know he's grown up now he's got kids with with a different 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 situation different life obviously we grow up we change um he has two kids now he's a hard-working man you know and he's i'm sure that that's one of those things that it constantly weighs on his mind right like and it's not a lot of people I don't believe take it lightly. I think they they have an understanding of it. Um, somebody as somebody who's lived through um, my wife having a couple miscarriages, those are you know those are pretty pretty heavy handed. Like you know when you when those happen, and uh, it's not that we should just say that you know it's an abortion. You know. And, and leave it at that. We should look at what the cause is, not the symptom. We should be looking at why people feel like this is their only escape rather than turning to their families or turning to their communities. Why is it that they feel like this is the only way out in a system, in a country that is full of abundance and full of possibility? But again, this is why People look at it as a class war. We need to look at the causes of the problem rather than trying to tackle the problem, right? Look at the people. Don't look at what happens because of the people. Why are these people committing this act? And how do you fix that? Overall, at any rate, the idea of Abortion is very individualistic to the person. So the best we can do right now as people is to have normal conversations with people of differing perspectives, 
try to understand one another so that that way we can actually progress this in a forward fashion. This is just a topic brought down from the SCOTUS. It's not actual opinion yet, but if you're really that concerned, you probably should bring it up with your state congress and your state governor because they're the ones who have to protect their citizens' rights to choose, if that's what you care about, or vice versa. But as far as the actual federal government, if you're paying attention, they're not doing jack, they haven't done jack, and... When it comes to Roe v. Wade, they completely dropped the ball on the Democratic side. So you have to focus on your community, focus on your state, and, uh, you know, just kind of keep paying attention, man. It's part of the class war, so watch what you're doing. At any rate, you guys have a good day, and I'll talk to you later this week. Take care. Bye. Yo, what's up? It's Nihana Rav Krishna, host of the Nihana Rav Show. You're now tuning into TBD Podcasting Network. Shout out to Eddie. He brings positivity to the table. He brings knowledge always. And he's a good host. Nice show. Nice structure. Nice vibes. As always, peace, love, and light. Y'all check him out. Yeah, 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 yeah.